I'm Katie Lazarus, and this is Employee of the Month. So when I saw Aurelia's Oratorio in New Haven, it was so much fun. And as someone who sees comedy or performs almost every night, I have ample opportunities to have fun. But the reality is, I feel like as you get older, there's so many fewer times where you just like laugh like that way you do when you're a little kid and it's just painful. You're laughing so hard and you're like, oh my God, this is so fun. That is how I felt when I saw Aurelia perform. She really is whimsical and original and charming and it's this avant-garde cabaret circus show and I know she'll probably not like how I called it because I'm not sophisticated enough to know what to call it, but it's just so fun. In addition to Aurelia's oratorio, she's got, which is still going and it's being performed all over the world and you can go to her website, aureliasoratorio.com. She also is debuting a new show called Mimirs, Murmurs in English. It sounds so unsexy in my accent, but Mimirs. Uh, I cannot wait to see it. She acts in a lot of films, some French, some American, like People versus Larry Flint. I thought it was just so crazy to meet someone who grew up in a circus whose parents are circus performers and still perform, as does her brother. And then to top it off, her mom is the person who choreographs all of their work. I was just fascinated by this dynamic. It was such a pleasure to have Aurelia on the live show at the 92Y Tribeca you have to see her live to really get a sense of, of her work. I, I can't articulate it, but at least this interview gives you a chance to meet her. And she is lovely and whimsical and mercurial and just enchanting. So I hope you really enjoy my interview with her at the 92Y Tribeca. Um, Aurelia. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. How do you describe what it is you do? Uh, it's uh, impossible to describe. Uh, really, it's visual um, tricks, and um, it's surrealism a little bit, and it's um, theater, and it's whatever the people watching want to make it to be, actually. So, your accountant must have a hard time, though. What? I said your accountant must have a hard time, though, yeah. filing, filing that. Now, uh, b- both of your parents grew up in the circus, or they, grew, or they maybe talk about your dad, Jean-Baptiste, how he um, started? Yeah, no, the, the, um, they, uh, I don't know. They didn't grow up in the circus, but they created a circus when they were adults, when they met each other. In 1971, right? It yeah. was, uh, I'm going to be like James Lipton, where he tells you who you are to the point you get confused, where I'm like, you're a man and a child. And you're like, am I a man and a child? No, so in, in 1971, right? He's, they, they started, started Le Bonjour, or no? Yeah. Okay, so tell, tell us a little bit about that, because um, they changed the face of circus. Well, they were the first ones who, who uh, decided to revolutionize circus and to uh, not have animals. And, and, uh, and at first, they, 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 they were with a traditional circus, but it didn't work out. So the circus became smaller and smaller, and in the end, it was just the two of them. And they went on doing their two-person circus, and then I was born, and my brother was born, so it was the four of us. Um, no animals. We were, we were the animals. <laughs> tell, can you tell a little story about growing up in the circus? Because most people, they grow up 
Or at least they just try to run away and um, join it, but you, you, you I, had to run away and become a lawyer I, I or something. I did the opposite. I ran away to go to school and be in a house. <laughs> I went through a big rebellion when I was 14, and uh, I wanted to be, you know, normal. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Not good. But, um, but so, growing up in, yeah. in, on the road was, was fun. I mean, it was every morning uh, opening the window. Of, we, we lived in a, in a trailer, in a caravan. And so it was seeing a different landscape every morning and sort of, it was fun. I think artistically it was, they, they really managed to create their own style, the two of them. And it's circus, but there, there are no animals. And my mother does a lot of transformation acts that involve costumes and she becomes monsters. And then it's very difficult to describe But Then my father does more like magical tricks. They're, they're performing in London right now. They still perform. And um, I grew up out of that. So how did you decide, I'm going to do my own show? Oh, it grew little by little, one act at a time. And and we were um, given a residency, and we presented 18 minutes. And then uh, we had a year to complete an hour. The show is based on a world upside down, where everything is reverted. So the kite is flying me, and like the, the whole show is like images that are reverted. This is from Aura. I, I have two shows. The, the old show I toured for eight years, and I just started a new one in March. So, and so Aurelia's Oratorio is still running. Yeah. And where, where is it going to be next? Well, it's taking a break right now because we have the new show, um, and then the new show is going to Brazil in October. Yeah, that's the new one. If anyone's in Brazil. Yeah, please come to Brazil. <laughs> See us. Very cheap tickets um, for that show. What is Murmurs going to be about? It's about, um, I'm still figuring it out, but um, the idea is it's, they're buildings that appear on stage, and I climb uh, the facades of the buildings and I into the windows and into the rooms. And then you find me in a room, and the idea is that the walls have absorbed uh, everything, the, the histories of people who have lived there for centuries and all that. And it starts exuding like pieces of stories, and it's like a puzzle a little bit. But the idea is, is uh, but you don't know if she's crazy or not. I mean, it's a complicated sort of okay. premise. Okay, we won't talk about it. <laughs> What'd you eat for breakfast today? We can talk about I that. I did um, cereals. <laughs> Was it good? Yeah. Okay, good. And then you had mentioned that you had two other projects. Is that... Yeah, but they're projects. They're pro- okay. Yeah. I will be quiet about those then. Um, <laughs> I did want to ask, your mother choreographs your shows, your brother James's shows, and then her shows with your father. Yeah. Can you just explain like what the dinner table is like? I mean, because you're at work at home. Yeah. And you're all... Uh, vying for her. It's our way of being a family, I think. We, we have projects together and we try to find ways to, to work together. It's, it's, uh, so it's what uh, keeps us together in a way. I mean, it's... Um, were they workaholics before you were born? How would I know? I, <laughs> I don't. But because you all are very focused. I mean, being a performer the way that you are physically it's taxing uh your show is very witty and intellectually quite smart i mean it's just it's it's a lot to be on the road and doing this and you go all over the world yeah i mean it's a discipline but it's not it's not uh, they, they are worse disciplines and and i i don't uh, 
take major risks. I mean, the, I can fall, but the whole set can be destroyed. <laughs> right, but <laughs> most of us not, don't like climb up on curtains. No, but it's not. It's not. It's demanding. Maybe because the rhythm goes crescendo, and it's it's um, a tension that you have. But it's it's part of the joys of being on stage. <laughs> yeah, it's well, right. That that so, dream jobs have these undreamy, unglamorous aspects. But it's, you, you, you have to keep in shape and sort of uh, be a minimum, have a minimum of discipline, that's true. I wanted to read your technical requirements. In addition to the prop tables and chairs and running lights and costume racks, you require one vacuum cleaner, possibility to screw on the floor, and uh, two mounts behind a proscenium opening of a truss. What is the idea? Oh, that was to to. It, it's all technical terms. It's it's to place the. It was in the old show to place the aerials. The, the truss is where you hang everything. Okay. And do you take all of this with you when you go all over the world? You have to. You have to. That's yeah. a lot of uh, twenty-five dollar fees. I feel like <laughs> in the airport. Um, Aurelia, this has been such such a treat. I cannot recommend people going to see Aurelia more. And she does tour in the U.S. Um, your website year. is Aurelia's Oratorio, right? Well, we're coming with the new show, but next year. So what, with, mur- with murmurs, murmur, murmur. Can you say it in French? Murmur. Oh, it just sounds so beautiful. It's a weird title. I, I'm not. But uh, anyway, that's the name of it. If there anyone who knows any show producers or anything, please get her. In the States, we're missing out. We're missing out on free health insurance, like in Europe, and we're also missing out on you. <laughs> um, and I think those are equally uh, disappointments to me. Um, so this has been absolutely wonderful, and so we'll have to, to go onto the website Aurelia's Oratorio right now to yes. find out about the future I, I ones. I think so. I think they've posted the dates. I, don't, I hope so. Okay, good. Okay. Thanks for tuning into Employee of the Month. To find out more, you can go to the website, employeeofthemonthshow.com, where you can get information about upcoming live shows and also download other podcasts. You can find these on iTunes, Sirius, or SoundCloud. Spread the word, and if you can, please donate. There's no donation too small or too big. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus, and thank you for listening, and don't forget to get your parking ticket validated. <laughs>